I used to think it was an act for Jeopardy, like the way he presented the questions and it came off as a bit smug. Alex Trebek on his, because you know, he has the answer cards on Jeopardy. Now I just think it's incredible how cool that guy is. He's like cucumber cool. Yesterday, he gave uh, Good Morning America's Robin Roberts his first interview since announcing in March that he has stage four pancreatic cancer. He did this to his fans over YouTube. And it was just incredible how calm this guy is and how brave. Have a listen. My oncologist tells me I'm doing well, even though I don't always feel it. Mm. Uh, I've had kidney stones. I've had ruptured discs. So I'm used to dealing with pain. But what I'm not used to dealing with is these surges that come on suddenly of deep, deep sadness. And it brings tears to my eyes. I'm, I've discovered in this whole episode, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm a bit of a wuss. Mm. And, uh, but I'm fighting through it. My platelets, my blood counts are steady. My weight is steady. Mm-hmm. Uh, the numbers that indicate the cancer, indi- the cancer indicators, those are coming down. Good. So I've got another chemo uh, next week, and then we'll do uh, a review to find out where things stand. What a classy guy. He went on to say this. This is Alex Trebek, host of Jeopardy! They have been an inspiration to me, and that's really what it's all about. It's drawing attention to this particular type of devastating cancer, Mm -hmm. making people aware of it, telling them that they should take certain precautions. They being the fans, and he thanked the fans for their, you know, thinking of him. He says he really thinks that it, it is doing something for him, and I think there's there is power to positive thoughts for sure. Dr. Brett Belchetz joins us now. He's Global News Radio medical expert. Uh, Dr. Brett, thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Good morning. One of the things that stuck out to me is the fact that Alex Trebek has said this is bringing attention to pancreatic cancer. Now, I've lost two friends in the last year to pancreatic cancer, and it happened very quickly. Uh, Alex talks about the precautions that you can take against it, you know, and the fact that, you know, people are starting to talk about that. And I thought, well, I haven't heard anybody talking about precautions. Are there precautions and what can we do? Well, unfortunately, you know, part of the reason why this cancer is such a deadly cancer is that typically it doesn't give us a lot of signs that we've got it until it's too late, until it's already spread or it's progressed to a point where it's not treatable anymore. And and, and so that's why it's such a killer. So uh, usually what happens is people are, are completely asymptomatic. They feel fine. They're living their life. And all of a sudden, uh, one day, you know, they notice something very unusual, like their skin is turning yellow uh, or, or, or something, you know, highly unusual for them. Uh, that, that's another symptom of pancreatic cancer. And they go to their doctor uh, and they get blood work and they get a scan done. And all of a sudden, you know, there's this big tumor that, that has been hiding for, mm. for a very long period of time. And unfortunately, those kinds of symptoms are because the cancer has grown to such an extent that it's starting to block things like the ducts that come out of our gallbladder and our liver and our pancreas. And that's why we get what's called jaundice, which is that yellowing of the skin. And and very unfortunately, you know, these are often the very first signs. And these are signs that it has advanced to quite a significant degree. Can you be predisposed to pancreatic cancer? Is there a genetic link? Well, you you know, there typically, you know, there is a a fair amount of of genetic predisposition um, across most cancers. So, you know, if you have a family history of any type of cancer, it is something that you should generally be more vigilant about. Uh, That being said, you know, many people who get pancreatic cancer do have no family history, no other risk factors for it. So, you know, it's one of these things that, that, you know, I wish we had more advice to give in terms of being aware, things that you should watch out for. but, but unfortunately, really, there isn't. Um, 
I think one of the key things here is to definitely be willing to act fast uh, if this comes up as something that you, you know, are informed of as part of your screening test for other conditions or as part of your general screening. You know, one of the, the famous stories that comes up is, is the story of Steve Jobs, who actually was very fortunate initially in that he incidentally uh, discovered that he had pancreatic cancer on a scan that was done for kidney stones. And he made the terrible mistake of actually not treating it. So, you know, he decided that he would try to manage it with, you know, special fruit uh, concoctions and a whole bunch of other things that were not proven. And and by the time I think he started to take his diagnosis seriously, uh, that cancer had already spread and it was now too late to treat it and ultimately was what killed him. So uh, I think part of the learning here, and I think this is where this case can be very helpful, is for people to recognize how serious this is as an illness, to recognize that if you are one of the fortunate people where it does get picked up uh, before it's too late, and and usually incidentally when you're getting checked out for something else, uh, time is of the essence. Take it very seriously. Get treatment right away because you have a very, very narrow window of time in which this disease is treatable and in which it could potentially be cured. And how common is it? Because, you know, when you talk about the fact that there's scans and screenings, shouldn't we be looking for it? Well, you know, it isn't something that, that, that you know, certainly in, in terms of cancers, it's, you know, once you're in the realm of cancer, it's one of the most deadly. It is not one of the most common, and it's certainly not one of the leading killers when it comes to, to death from cancer. So it isn't something that we're preemptively scanning people for. And we typically don't recommend, you know, whole body CT scans or MRI scans just to screen uh, for people potentially having cancer because what we find whenever we have studied that is that, you know, when we do these big whole body screens or, or even just screens of your abdomen for no purpose, almost always we pick up something. And, and a lot of the time that something actually turns out to be nothing. But for us to figure out that it's nothing, we often have to do a lot of invasive testing and biopsies and other things. And, and actually, we can do a lot of harm to people when we start to try to figure out what it is that we're seeing on a scan. Uh, a lot of those tests are quite invasive and have a lot of potential risks attached. So, you know, when we do the studies to say, are we doing more harm than good by doing broad-based scanning of everybody, what we find is that we actually cause more harm than good. We actually end up causing more mortality than more preventing. So that's generally not a recommended course of action. 